What up, what up, everybody? It's your girl, Asterisk, and this is Keeping You In The Loop, everybody. I thank you for joining me. Um, It is a wonderful start to a work week. Yes, we're a day behind because of the holiday. Um, I've been trying to get out a podcast all weekend. Actually recorded one and lost the whole tape. It's just like a lost tape um, that I lost. So um, I'm redoing this podcast and um i got some people that i want to talk about tory lanes okay young blue devon franklin um whack 100 erica mena spice and the whole rest of the world had to react to um spice being called a blue monkey so i have some reactions and the outrage that people are talking about um gunplay um, video surfaced of him after the argument he had that went public with his wife. Um, and then there's another clip that she played that I want to discuss about that in reaction to him putting up a post of um, the police body cam. Okay. Now, academics cancel his live show. We'll talk about why. Then they have bottle wars down in Houston. Stupidest shit I ever heard of. I don't know if this is the worst thing in black culture that we have ever done. But um, I'll get into that. Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez documentary comes out on Discovery today. Um, Discovery TV. I think other networks are making some. And who is it featuring? One of my favorite YouTubers. can never properly do this okay 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 we're still there all right um had to do some little technical things um also um cardi is coming out with a new single and i'll talk about who that's featuring Krishan rock giving birth on live i'll go into that and also i'm going to talk about sexy red so guys without further ado i'm going to just jump right into um don't have any personal stories holiday weekend was good you know nice to chill with family um we didn't do a barbecue, a big barbecue thing. We just had family over one of my other family members' house, and we just kind of did things like that. Um, it was just a big weekend because I had nothing to do. <laughs> no bartending, no um, actual work. Kids were out of school Friday for professional day. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday, though. <laughs> All right, guys, so I'm going to talk about Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez, all right, married his baby mother. Okay, now we're not sure when he did this, whether this was during the trial or, you know, he knew he was going on trial because his lawyers are pleading and they see, uh, filed an appeal for his release. I don't think they're going to let him lose, okay? He's not getting off on this. Now, he might not serve the whole 10 years that he was sentenced, but he's not getting off, okay? Strongly what I believe. Um, speaking of Tory Lanez, him and Meg Thee Stallion have this uh, documentary that are coming out about the trial. 
Um, there's so many people that's into this. Armand Wiggins is one of the people that's featured in this. Armand Wiggins, if you don't know, is a great YouTuber, one of my favorite YouTubers. Um, he does celebrity gossip, tarot card readings, and things like that. But none the least, um, he's on this um this uh documentary, which is really, really big, okay? Um and Tory Lanez, I feel like, is trying to pander to the judge by saying he has a wife now. And because we didn't really know of Tory Lanez having a son. Remember, all these songs he did and albums, we never heard of him having a son until he got accused for shooting Megan Thee Stallion. So, uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Um, I'm going to keep my eyes open for this docu and I will, this is something that's unraveling. Hopefully we get more information, more just stories about what actually happened. Um, cause this is, this is so weird to me, you know, cause I don't know. It's something inside of me believes that he did not shoot her. I don't know why though. So it's like, I want to watch this documentary on the trial to get a better understanding of what my side of the story sounds like for, you know what I'm trying to say? Because I just don't believe he shot her. Now, moving on to our next subject, we're going to talk about Young Blue. Now, Young Blue is an artist that was put on supposedly by Boosie. He was introduced to us through Boosie's record label. Um, they have some discrepancies on exactly where the money went for certain things. And it's just not looking good. They're going back and forth. Um, Blue Young Blue was coming out with receipts. Okay. Saying he gave... Um, Boosie a certain amount of money, which is 100K, and rights to his mixtapes. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Young Blue brings his baby mother, I mean, he brings his wife out and brings his baby out on while he's performing on stage to try to show the public that they everything is peachy after he allegedly flew this woman out and it's it's not really allegedly but he flew this woman out and um he said the woman had an odor on her stank odor and um he did not entertain the woman the whole time she was there she had to go get her own food she had to go get her own drink of course he put her on a pj but he did not want to take pictures with her he did not want to sit with her certain venues because he said he was denying the fact that his baby mother okay that his baby mother will find out or his wife will find out that she was there. So she said she played the role. I know y'all have probably seen the video. I know y'all have probably seen the video. But I don't know. I think the girl was really, really dumb. Some of these girls are really dumb for flying out to these men. Because this shit is dangerous. Some of these men can hurt you. You don't know them at all. You just know them from going back and forth on Instagram through DMs. 
even though they they're artists they're surrounded by a lot of people um i just i just i just don't think that that was that was safe for her to I, I don't know. I don't think it was safe for her to fly out to a guy that she doesn't even know. And then he doesn't show her the time of fucking day. All right. But it was divorce rumors going up after she posted that picture. I mean, that video. Because she did like a story time. And she exposed a few pictures of him. You know, her being on the PJ sitting across from him. Just. 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 You know. So. He didn't, he didn't, um, deny the rumor that he flew the girl out, but he said she stank. That's why he chose not to do anything with her. All right, now we're off Young Blues and Boosie and his wife. Uh, we have to talk about Devon Franklin. He did a sermon a couple Sundays ago talking about relationships and breakups and how they can build you up. Um, of course, he's referring to his relationship that he had with Megan Good. His, um, they were married for maybe eight, eight to ten years. I, I want to say, and um, now she's moved on and she's with um, what's that fella name? Jonathan Majors. She's following him to court because we all know Jonathan Majors had a, a assault case. Um, and being sued by ex-girlfriend, which is a white girl, um, nothing wrong with that, but, um, you know, we know in America, black man, white girl, you can't harm them at all. All right. Now, um, I hope Devon Franklin can get over this relationship. Um, Megan Good is a bad bitch. Um, <laughs> so I know that's probably difficult for him to get over, especially somebody you were with for like close to 10, 12 years. You know, they were together a little while before they got married. Um, and she kind of turned into like a church going woman. So. What a shame, what a shame. So, uh, anyways, moving on to our other subject of WAC 100 goes on no jumper to clear up why he has this strong relationship with Mayweather and they're coming out with their own diaper company, okay? Called Incredible Diapers, black-owned brand. Um, they're launching this brand and good luck to them because Pampers to me and Huggies got the shit on lock. I don't know who could come through better than Pampers. Really don't. For real. A newborn baby and some Pampers, that's a good-ass Pamper right there. That's a good-ass booty. That booty feel good. You know? So, you know, they're probably going to have a couple up hick-me-ups hick and... Hiccups or whatever, whatever you want to say, uh, launching this, I mean, putting out this brand and actually people trusting it. So, we have to get into this. Erica Mena being fired over calling Ice Spice a blue monkey. People are outraged, okay? People are all speaking out from different angles. We got Jess Hilarious coming out saying things. Scrappy, Van Lathan Jr., Lyrica Anderson. But you would think most of these people that are coming out saying things 
you would think excuse me I'm just getting over a summer cold and it's just kicking my ass okay uh, anyways so Van Lathan is the only one that calls out Erica Minnie and calls her a vow racist woman for her statements to Ice Spice. I mean, to Spice. I don't know why I keep calling her Ice Spice. And this girl is no, they don't look nothing alike, but I guess their names is alike. Anyways, so we all seen the clip that's circulating around. And if you didn't, if you, if you didn't watch the episode of Love and Hip Hop, where Erica Mena sat down with Spice. Now let's do some, let's do a little bit of connecting the dots here. I had to take a deep breath before that. Because you have love and hip hop putting these people in certain predicaments. Do you understand me? They're putting people in certain predicaments. Okay? Where they lose their temper. And when they lose their temper, they say things maybe that they don't necessarily mean. But Jess Hilarious had a bit a great point at what she said. She stated basically, hey, what if if you say something about my fucking son not liking me? Because it all started with them sitting down and um Spice is saying you act like you're the only to Erica Mena, you act like you're the only woman that has been divorced or the first woman in the world that has been divorced. And that's not the case. Okay. She said that I'm a single mother. I've been doing it for 14 years. Then Erica snapped back. I I'm a single mother. I've been doing it for 16, 17 years. Because Erica Mena does have an older son. That is 16, 17 years old. She claims that her son doesn't like the limelight. And that when she did put him in the limelight, he had a lot of um, trauma due to certain people saying certain things to him. Now, Erica Mena, we all know, has a weird relationship with her older son. You know, it's always been rumors. So Spice dug into that and said, well, your son doesn't, oh, for your son that doesn't like you. And it's like, why did you, what does that have to do with me being a single mom? Okay. To three children. Even if my older son don't like me, why the fuck would you sit there and say that shit and then you on national TV and bitch, you think I'm not about to try to beat your ass? Erica Mena flipped that table over so motherfucking fast and tried to get ass spice and beat her ass. You know how Erica Mena do. She flyed the handle. She flyed the handle. You got it. She just was arrested. Her, you know, her zeal. And, uh... That that was just arrested. Let me look at my notes. I don't even know who the... Oh, she was arrested with Bambi. Okay, yeah. So they were just arrested in Atlanta at a nightclub. I mean, at a venue. That they, at a lounge, they kind of got into it with... 
people. Now, guys, I know I'm going all the way off the handle, but I'm sure you guys know about these situations. Um, they are all over the net. Okay, so Jess Hilarious said, if you says my son doesn't like me and you look like a blue monkey, I'm going to call you a monkey. Now, I think what the problem is everybody's missing is the fact that us black people do sometimes when somebody's acting the ass, we will tell you, sit your monkey ass down. We will call you a monkey. But Erica Mena is not really 100% black. <laughs> I'm not saying she doesn't have a black card. I'm not saying she doesn't have a black card. But Erica Mena, we all know, is Latina. Okay? Latino, Latina. She's Hispanic. She's a part of the Hispanic community. So, we always had this thing about Erica dating black men and pushing to look more like a black woman. Now, she was just recently ridiculed because she had so much fucking bronzer and makeup on. She looked at three shades darker than what she was. Blaming on the tan. I said Erica can't get dark. But that mugshot, she ain't look that damn dark. Why she putting on that fucking bronzer trying to act like she's a brown-skinned woman. When she's really a light-skinned woman. So. Lyrica Anderson is on Jess Hilarious' side. Scrappy is even on Jess Hilarious' side. He didn't, he kind of gives his opinion, but doesn't state about the fact that he's call, she's calling another black woman a monkey. Now, Spice doesn't really look like a monkey to me, so that's where I'm confused at. Because I don't know if it was a racial slur or was she saying you actually look like a fucking monkey. So people are outraged. Even Van Lathan Jr., like I said, he caught her. He said she's a vile racist woman. Uh, Scrappy talks that she shouldn't be fired because there are rumors circulating that she would not be on the next season of Love & Hip Hop. The franchise has put on their page. Mon Mono, the executive producer, has put on her page, handled because I guess so many people were coming after her for not getting rid of uh, Erica Mena and not ridiculing her and not reprimanding her or giving her any suspension, any punishment for saying what she said about Ice Spice. I mean, about Spice. Now, this is the thing that kills me. And that shit, that shit almost fucked up my point. That Ice Spice shit. Because this is Spice. We're talking about. VH1, MTV, the producers, Mona. You all knew she called her a blue monkey back in filming. This is not a new fucking film. 
That's where I get outraged at because you knew that they called her a blue monkey, but because of people's reaction, you decided to fight her. You, If you really deep down inside felt that that was racist and you didn't want to get any money or clout off of this, you wanted to stand up for your black people, then how in the fuck did you not hear her already call her a blue monkey? How the fuck did y'all not bleep it out? How the fuck? You know what I'm trying to say? But even Shekinah was shocked because Shekinah was the one right there in the middle of the argument flicking her hand trying to calm them down in the restaurant before Erica Mena flipped over that table. So, um, I don't know how I feel about this. I know that VH1 is full of shit. Mona, you full of shit because you knew this girl called her a blue monkey. You watched the shit back months ago. This was filmed months ago. And I hate that they try to alter and spin this show into whatever the internet does. That's all I got to say about that. Now, um, Gunplay. We all know Gunplay had his feud with DJ Envy, um, a previous rapper under Rick Ross. He was on Love and Hip Hop itself. You know, he did the GoFundMe account for his daughter medical um, situation, but then was out buying bust downs and in the club popping bottles and shit. And people are wondering, how the fuck are you doing that when you claim... You need money for your daughter's medical um, attention, you know, medical uh, emergency. Of a, I think she had maybe a heart surgery or something like that. Don't give me the line. But uh, Gunplay broke the internet last week with his wife posting a video. No, no, no. It was his wife saying she wants a divorce because she claimed that he put his hands on her while she had the baby. Gunplay told his side of the story. His side of the story, when the police got there, because the police came to the house and they have it on body cam video of the whole situation of him talking, telling him he didn't really appear drunk. Um, He says that she blocked him in the studio and the studio is in their laundry room. Which I don't know how you make music and you got the washing machine and the dryer going. But that's neither here nor there. She blocks him in the doorway and she has the baby, the six-month-old baby in his arm, in her arms. She's claiming that um, he tried to put his hands on her. Now, one fact I'm going to pull out of this, or one part of this I'm going to pull out. Is the simple fact that after gunplay video was posted of his side of the story. Because we were going all off of what she was saying for a week. Then he posted his side of the story or his side of the story was posted to the blogs. And
gunplay is filmed grabbing a skillet and when he grabbed the skillet the this is what's really important in the video when he grabs the skillet the baby mama says oh you gonna hit me with that if they've been together as long as they've been together and i don't know how long they've been together just for somebody to say are you gonna hit me with that they have already been hit before I don't know if she was doing it because the camera was on, but he takes, he's drunk, and I guess his, his, his liquor of choice is Hennessy. Hennessy doesn't sit well with some people, makes them mentally unstable when they're under the influence of it. And other drugs, he goes and he breaks the fucking TV. Then there's another clip right behind it. Of him in the morning apologizing, saying he's going to go buy another TV. So this has to be. I'm getting choked up here. Hold on. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I should edit that out. But um, yeah. <clears throat> he must often display this behavior. And especially while he's under the influence, because you can tell in the morning he didn't even know what the fuck he did. But yeah, he took a skillet and bashed like a 70 fucking inch TV that was mounted on a wall. Now, all this is supposed to be over the Xbox. You men out there, you guys got to learn how to balance your time with these video games. You can't sit there and play video games all fucking day and expect for us to be happy. You ain't showing us no attention. You ain't showing the kids no attention. Nothing. <clears throat> Nothing. So that's the story with gunplay. Um, I don't know. I hope him and his wife can get this ironed out without the internet. Okay? Speaking of Hennessy. Because... <laughs> DJ Academics loves his Hennessy, okay? And he canceled his live show in Jersey because there were some issues with the venue accepting the fact that they were going to have armed security. Now, this venue, I don't know the name of the lounge, um, had multiple people. Has multiple people that perform there that are not hip hop artists. Okay, they're really they're really with the shits. Like they're really with like you know like Blink One Eighty Two and <laughs> I don't even think they had anybody of that caliber. Um, but I'm just saying they're 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 having people perform there that are not that. Um. Let's say hood. <laughs> okay, that's the only way I can make it. You know, a lot of white bands and things like that play at that venue. So when they seen that he needed beef, like serious security, which I don't understand why you need armed security if you're going to do a shakedown, you know, kind of like, you know, when you go to the club, they pat you down and everything like that. And they look in the women's purses 
things like that. So I thought that they would do that and they didn't need armed security, maybe armed security on the outside or maybe police on the outside. Um, but that, I think that's how I should have went. But academics, I think, is getting cold feet when it comes down to these live shows because he had such a shitty turnout um, when he did the other uh, venue for, I think, the Black Effect or something like that. It was a festival he did and there was nobody there barely. And I think that people, he has to understand that his fans love to stay in the basement and use their thumbs and use their fingers on the keypads. Okay? He's not a guy that can probably pull out a large crowd. Now, he said he sold 300 tickets of VIP. Um, They have to refund these people their money back. But, uh, yeah. Now, speaking of clubs, venues, and everything like that, there's a club in Houston, Texas that... Uh, had something called Bottle Wars, okay? This was Baltimore and New York City having Bottle Wars. Bottle Wars is when you buy thousands of dollars of alcohol because you know it's a markup in the club. Now, they had these people filmed, and I know you guys probably saw, of these people holding bottles upside down, just pouring liquor on the floor. DJ screaming, pour it out, pour it out, pour it out. What in the flying fuck? What in the flying fuck? All right. We already talked about Megan Tory. We talked about these fucking goofballs pouring out liquor in the fucking club. I'm talking about they was pouring out Hennessy, fifths of Hennessy, liters of Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? Uh... The, the fucking liter or fucking fifth of that blue azul kind of liquor. The, it's like a tequila that comes in a white and blue bottle. Bottle looks really, really nice, by the way. I love the shape of that bottle, but I'm not paying $300 for it retail and definitely not paying $1,000, $1,500 for it in a fucking club and pouring the shit out. They had women that were pouring out bottles with, with expensive bags. You could tell that these people... Has some type of PPP loan money or some type of money to fucking waste. Okay? Alright, so let's move on. We talked about Meg and Tori. Um, we're going to move on to Krishan Rock. Okay? It's one of my last stories that I'm going to do. One of the few of the last stories. Krishan Rock gives birth on IG Live. Now, how do you guys feel about that? She had makeup on. She had her... Bust down chains on, bracelets on, Cartier watch on, lashes on. And um, she was surrounded by family and loved ones as she gave birth. But they, she showed everything. Like, she didn't show the, you know, the bottom part. But they showed her face. And when they showed her face, it made me remember when I gave birth. And... I don't think I could have some. I don't think I could have had somebody with a fucking camera in my face. Now, let alone did she just have a camera of a cell phone of her in her face of her going live, which is nice that she shared that with everybody because a lot of people like to hide those kind of things. Like you know, like Rihanna, she likes to give birth, and then you find out two weeks later she gave birth. Um, you know, Beyonce, all of them, they kind of hide. Um, even Nicki Minaj, uh, we still don't even know her son's first name. She calls him Papa Bear. Some of these celebrities really hide. But the thing that questioned me about 
majority of celebrities we just talked about, basically all of them besides Tori and Meg, is that they're web stars. That's what I call them, web stars. They're internet stars. They're not talented people. Only thing that's talented about them is that they can grasp our attention and that they can put their, and I don't call this talent, but they can put their business, put their family business out there, ruin the lives with their children, the bond that they have with their children and loved ones to put this shit all on the internet, Zeus Network, for a, you know, I don't want to call out for us by you network yet because I haven't really seen anything that was like Zeus like on there. But um, there are networks out there, you know, the major ones, even like with the Housewives of Atlanta, things like that. Um, these people are fucking nuts to display everything they have, like every piece of privacy they have to entertain us. But the problem is, it's 15 seconds of fame or 15 minutes of fame because they're not doing this for a long period of time. Do you understand me? They're going to get flushed away, washed away, and we're going to forget all about them. Now, we do have some that will stick out like a sore thumb, like Krishan Rock. I feel like her, her relationship with Blueface, all of that will always you know what i'm saying it will always be aired online or by zeus network i believe zeus was there while she was giving birth academics call it cloutlery like foolery but it's cloutlery you know you gotta you're showing every nook and cranny of your life to you know you're exposing this shit none the least she's his blue face is in Miami his mother is flying from Ohio to um LA to try to come be by Krishan's rock side. I did not see her in the labor delivery room. She probably didn't let her in. That is going to be some interesting shit. His mother is so like, and I kept trying to give her the benefit of the doubt for so long, Blueface mother. But she rubs everybody this weird way. Because she says that, I can't remember. And I don't even have a clip saved. But she basically talked about, Krishan, if you're in labor, I'm on my way there. Then she talked about, well, how you going to expect him to be there when he been with this other woman for 10 years and here you come along. He's refer- She's referring to Jaden Stewie, his first baby mother, which he has, I think, two children by that little badass little boy they got. And I call him bad because they let him be bad. They film him and they say the darn it, let him say the darn shit while they're filming him. And they say shit back to him. And half of the time they drunk. They always partying. You know, Blueface says, oh, another day. While your baby mama is giving fucking... Uh, 
giving birth. And the thing that makes me sick is that they were just together at the Jason Lee experience like a month ago. Not even a full month ago. Krishan, I believe, went in uh, early labor. But the baby is healthy. They're doing great, which is good. But she named the baby after her. Uh, Krishan Malone. And um, this story is just unraveling as we speak. Because there's new updates of the mother. Yeah, and the mother the mother just confuses me. <coughs> the mother confuses the shit out of me, y'all. Blueface mom confuses me. Really, really confusing. So, uh, that story is still unraveling. We'll, hopefully, we'll get some baby pictures soon. Got two new rappers that I'm talking. I mean, two upcoming rappers that I'm going to be talking about. And basically, I am getting at Cardi B announces a new single with Meg Thee Stallion. She puts out the album art, and Nicki. Now, this is going to get really, really heated because Nicki is dropping. I think 11, 17, 23. And Cardi says she doesn't give a fuck who's dropping. She's going to drop her shit. She made a whole tweet, an Instagram post or something like that, or comment basically saying, ain't nobody going to stop me from dropping my shit. I don't care who dropping when. Because these artists play these games and these um. Record execs play these games of what quarter you can drop your album. Okay, who's dropping around you so you don't, you know, so you can have that full on sold out week. But, uh, you know, Nikki's been doing a lot of talking and Cardi ain't really been looking her way, paying attention. But I think with this one, they're going to go head for head on whose music is selling. Nikki just dropped a uh, single last week. I swear. Saw, oh God, I don't even know. I don't even know the name of the song. I listened to it. It's a pop song. I will play it for you guys, but it's so like slow. Sound like some shit that's going to be played at H&M and Forever 21 for the next 10 to 15 years. So Nikki did a good job with that. It's just I'm not I'm a fan of her rap and I'm not a fan of her singing. I don't even like singing. I listen. I don't even listen to anybody that does sing. If you know me, you would know all I listen to is Lil Wayne, Drake. Um, I was listening to Cameron the other day, um, him and Kanye West, um, and that Purple Haze album. Anyways, um, yeah, so, I don't know, this is going to be something interesting. Something fucking interesting. Like, I wouldn't even thought nothing of it until Cardi actually put out that statement since she didn't she didn't give a fuck who dropped when or how or where. All right. So we're going to keep our ears out for that Friday, which is in four days, well, three days. Uh, and that would air at midnight, probably be on Apple iTunes, Music, Spotify, and all the other streaming platforms. So I'm definitely going to stream that album, and we can have a, a stream listening to that, uh, not the album, but to the single. And I'm so ready for Meg. Like, this is her comeback. You know what I'm saying? Now, this woman goes off. Not going to play the clip because I didn't say the clip. <laughs> 
This woman goes off about Sexy Red. She says she's an industry plant. And that they forced her on us. She said she wanted to go to the Drake concert, but when she found out Sexy Red was opening for him, she declined to buy the ticket. I find this shit to be hilarious. Because the lady's right. Her and Suki have this new, you know, move over Glorilla. We thought that F&F was some, you know what I'm saying, ghetto twerking shit where these bitches twerking on headlights, one bitch pregnant in the back with her stomach out, Daisy Duke song. Oh, I, I'm sound old saying Daisy Duke, y'all. I come from the 90s. I come from the eight, late 80s, 90s era where we talked like that. But anyway, she has some, they have very short shorts on, they twerking, they all on the cars. That was last summer thing. Now Glorilla... It's trying to put out hits, but ain't nothing sticking. And now I think the new attention span that everybody's focused on, that they're, everybody's taking their attention span to and they're focusing on is Sexy Red and Sukiana. Suki with the good coochie. She said, I gotta, I need to get my coochie stretched out here in um, London. She was out in like, London or something just making us look horrible out there with the colorful wigs on and I can't I mean I can't lie some of Sexy Red's little courses they stick that you know SRTs pull up on me you know that little ghetto shit and it's real relatable because a lot of people are broke right now so a lot of people a lot of women are looking up to these so-called celebrities. And I call them web stars. Because every person that I talked about got, got clout off the web. Even from Young Blue, Tory Lanez grew his career off the internet, especially when he was tormenting and saying shit up, that he was innocent with the Meg Thee Stallion case. Now that I go back on this and I reflect, just talking about the Tory Lane situation again, I reflect, I believe that they don't remember what happened. I believe they were so fucking drunk. You ever get drunk and blackout and then you can't remember what happened in that, that, that those span of those hours? And you're you're moving around, you're you're having actions, but you don't remember? That's kind of what I believe. Um, I think Tory Lanez believe he honestly did not do it, but he, he might have let a shot off and it might have hit Meg when he shot that gun. Um, Sexy Red being industry plant, I don't know. I don't know what these record labels are trying to do with us, but she is she is no filter because she went viral for talking about how she don't like using condoms and shit. And that she maybe got STDs or she kind of not have them now, but she kind of got a S caught a STD before. Um, and, um, I, I don't know. I think these women are, 
not saying they're doing bad stuff to the culture, but they're showing a different our culture under a different light that I don't under I don't know for sure is very positive. It's not the sad thing that they're doing this stuff and they're saying this stuff in their songs. Cause her and Se- Sukiana and Sexy Red has a song together. That um video and song is doing numbers, you know. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what to say about this culture. These are all web stars, and this is an episode of Keeping You in the Loop. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful work week. Those of you that do work, um, those of you that just don't have to work, um, which I don't know if that's many of you um, (laughs) in this society we're in with inflation up like a motherfucker. All right. So, guys, I want you to um, make sure you stay safe. Um... You know, do what you got to do. Get to that fucking bag. And I'm out of here. This is your girl Asterisk, and I'm signing off. All right, bye.